up, guys? We got quite the show for you today. We're going to be talking some Atlanta Hawks, a little Quinn Snyder potential there, and Giannis injury. So stay tuned. Let's get the show rolling. Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Saturday. Um, tons of games going on right now. NBA is back in action as of Thursday. Uh, we saw quite a high-scoring game last night for Clippers' debut after the All-Star break. And there's tons of great college basketball games today going on. So such a great, it's a great weekend for sports still, despite no NFL. So JG, what's up, dude? Not much, man. I'm ready to get it, uh, ready to get it cracking here. Right. So guys, uh, we're, we're going to go over definitely a few topics here, but right after our show here, Dan Harris of Let's Talk Sports is back in action. He'll be, uh, he'll be debuting his uh, return here right after our show here. So make sure you guys stay tuned on Let's Talk Sports. Shout All out right, to guys. Dan. Well, welcome back. That's right. Big, big deal. Big deal there. So, all right, guys, let's, uh, let's get into it here. JG, what is up with this Hawks deal? Atlanta Hawks. They've been kind of an underperforming team all year long, really ever since their big uh, run in the playoffs a few years ago, uh, you know, with that loss to what was it Milwaukee they ended up losing to. So what what's up with this Hawks team here? And does Quinn Snyder, is Quinn Snyder really the, like, will he help this team essentially meet expectations? So here's what's going on with the Hawks. So they reached the Eastern Conference Finals in 2021. And that was before they had DeJounte Murray. So it was just Trey Young, and and basically that was the only superstar that they had on the team. And ever since then, uh, Nate McMillan hasn't been getting the job done. So uh, fast forward to now, Nate McMillan is out. Quinn Snyder is in. And I love the hire uh, because while I think Nate McMillan did a great job, at least initially, with that team, um, his he just kind of ran out of steam, um, and I think it they were due for just uh, they needed a fresh voice, I think, in that locker room, and so they bring in Quinn Snyder, a guy who had a, almost a sixty percent winning percentage with the Jazz over yeah, the course of eight years, and Don't so about Missouri days, just Utah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care about his Missouri days. You can talk about it all day long if you want. Um, but to me, he's a great M- NBA coach. And sometimes, you know, while I have a lot of respect for Nate McMillan, sometimes you just need a fresh voice in the locker room. And so that's exactly what's happening now. Um, they they have a lot of uh, high expectations with this Atlanta Hawks team because if you make the Eastern Conference Finals – two years ago. And now all of a sudden you find yourself, you are now the eight seed in the East. You have a 500 record. Something's got to give because you just added another superstar in DeJounte Murray. Uh, and that happened last year, kind of in the middle of the season. And DeJounte Murray is like basically a walking trip, triple double. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get a triple double all the time, but I mean, he, he has that potential and not to mention, they also added uh, Sadiq Bay 
this year. And so these, these guys are trying to win now. Now I understand nobody expects them to win a championship, but uh, when you have a roster like that with ice Trey, DeJounte Murray, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and now Sadiq Bay, um, you should at least make, you should be able to make a deep run into the playoffs, not make it to the finals, but you should at least make a deep run. That's a lot of talent there. Uh, I know a lot of people out there don't really care too much for Sadiq Bay, but the guy's only 23 years old. Uh, I think the biggest knock on him is that he only shoots about 36% from three-point land. But you got to keep in mind, this is a guy who had a 51-point game last year, and so he's capable of putting up huge numbers. And he's, he's, he's capable of becoming a star player in this league. And so I personally, I have a lot of high expectations for this roster. I think Quinn's going to figure out a way to get the job done. I There's really no excuse for the Hawks to be anything worse than the four seed in the East this year. I agree. Um, because all, all you have to do, I'll give you a list of the teams that are ahead of them right now. You've got the Nets, who in theory should be on their way down because they don't have Kyrie and Kevin Durant anymore. Awesome. They've got Players. the Knicks. They got the Knicks ahead of them. They've got the Miami Heat ahead of them. None of those three teams are world beaters. And when you have a roster like the Hawks, you there's no reason for you not to be the four seed. I'd and say you, five seed. Because well, Cleveland, I, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston. Uh yeah, well, so- I'm not e- I'm not even gonna give you Cleveland because the Hawks just destroyed Cleveland last night. Now I understand that game was in Atlanta, but like they they beat Cleveland literally last night. So I mean, that's I think they should be able to beat Cleveland and everybody else out for that four seed. They should host a playoff series. And to me, anything less than that um, is going to be a disappointment. Uh, like I said, Quinn is a guy that can get that done. So uh, yes. I have very high hopes for the Atlanta Hawks this year. A thirty and thirty team, five hundred right now currently on the year after that win against Cleveland. I mean, this is a sub 500 team for, you know, part of the whole first half of NBA. And this is a disappointment here. I mean, I think it's, I think it really falls big time on the shoulders of Landry Fields, GM and Kyle Korver, the assistant GM, you know, this is essentially job saving move to go after Quinn Snyder. Granted, there's no deal done, but this deal has to be done like with Quinn Snyder in order to save those jobs for another year. Yeah, they're going to get it. Yeah, they're going to get it done for sure. Um, The other interesting note here is that, you know, Nate McMillan has always been known as a defensive minded coach. Mm -hmm. And so the Hawks were actually pretty trash last year on defense. I think they were ranked 26 in the league, but they were also ranked number two on offense last year. So that's very uncharacteristic of a Nate McMillan coach team. And, you know, they're they're an okay defensive team. They're kind of middle of the pack this year. Uh, but they're they're just too much firepower on offense. And so that's why you bring in a guy like Quinn Snyder. He's a great offensive-minded coach, kind of the opposite of a guy like Nate McMillan. And so I, I really think that Snyder's going to get that offense rolling. I, I believe so, too. I believe Quinn Snyder coming into play. You saw what he did with the Jazz for all those years. They were always, you know, relevant at some point uh, for the most time uh, during Quinn's uh, 
tenure. But I, I think this is also a, a, a guy that's respected by a lot of players. And, you know, who's, who knows if, if Quinn Snyder does get this job and he, you know, ends up turning this thing around uh, for, for the Hawks, that, that, this offseason could be a big deal for the Atlanta Hawks too. You know, they, they're probably going to lose John Collins at some point. But then you got Murray, you got DeJounte Murray, DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, and then they could go out and get a big guy, a big, you know, down low guy that's, you know, that might want to play for Snyder. So there's a lot of cool things that could happen here for Atlanta if this actually does happen. I mean, they've got Clint Capella, so that's that's no slouch for a big man for sure. That's true. That's true. He's not the same as you. I don't think he's the same as he was with the Rockets. Not quite. Not quite the same. All right, let's move on here. Big star, all-star break gets finished, right? And then Giannis gets hurt. Pulls himself out of the game, middle of the game, after he knocked knees with uh, with the Heat player. It's not his wrist that hurts, it's his legs, essentially. Um, it doesn't sound like this is very serious, but there's also very the unknown of it really, truly uh, being brought out in it. What's your thoughts on this Giannis potential injury? within his legs so it's a right knee contusion he is day to day um the bigger story to me is the fact that he was actually he was ready to play i had a much bigger concern about that wrist injury that kept him mostly out of the all-star game than i do with the knee contusion so he's gonna be fine i mean quite honestly they're they're a half a game out of first so like just yeah, if you want to give him a couple nights off or two or three nights off, hell, give him three weeks off. I don't care. They're a half a game out of first, and um, you know it, it'd be nice if the Bucks could get the one seed, but I don't think they really care. Like when you've already won a championship and you have that championship pedigree, um, you know you don't really necessarily care too much about being able to you know, have that number one overall seed. So um, they're still going to be way ahead of the 76ers. And uh, yeah, not a whole lot of concern with that. Uh, Tufel has a question for you. Is that an infant's mobile to the, to be above hanging above the crib behind you? Um, not just, not uh, exactly. Are you talking about on the wall or what, what's yeah. he talking about? Yeah. Behind you on the wall. No, that's just like a, a very, a very expensive uh, piece of artwork. I, I don't want to talk about how much, how much we spent on that. It wasn't my money, but uh, somebody in this household spent a ton of money on that. Uh, that's some premium. Very, right very unique piece of art. Shout it is. It the, is. Shout out to the artists out there. I like it. I like it. So, I guess if Giannis, this is not like Giannis will be out for very long if he is. Uh, it should have been an artist. <laughs> I know we all should have, right? We, <laughs> Just we all should have because yeah. I, I tell you, there's there's people out there that'll sell like they'll sell you a vase for a hundred grand if if they will if they, can, if they can convince you that it's that it's that special. Yeah, this is about the only creativity I can do is what you see on the screen. So like that's that's yes. my creativity. Outside content, of that, content creators. That's what it's all about. I got nothing. I got nothing. So. I guess with Giannis here in Milwaukee, you know, potentially a little injury bug early on. I don't think it's going to affect anything for seeding or playoffs. I don't see Philly touching them. I don't see Cleveland touching them or any of the teams below them. 
uh, in that. So I guess, is there a team that could threaten Boston or Milwaukee in the East? Uh, to me, uh, it's just the Sixers. And again, um, I understand that, you know, the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Hawks are only 500 right now. Uh, but I, I do expect them to make a push. Um, but do know. they threaten I, I, Milwaukee or Boston in, in, in seedings? Is that a no, threat? No, nobody's going to threaten Milwaukee or Boston in terms of seeding because um, the other point I would throw out there is that Chris Middleton, I think we talked about him last week. He looks absolutely amazing right now. They're only giving him about 20 minutes a game. So they're still trying to ramp him up. But in those 20 minutes per game, he is averaging 16 points per game. And so he he looks amazing. Like his shooting percentages, uh, I think he's shooting over the past month, he's shooting 50% from the field and 96% free throws. So the dude to me looks like he is 100%. Again, they're just monitoring his minutes to make sure that he he's going to be there for the playoffs. And even if Giannis, let's just say Giannis misses the next two to three games, uh, they, they are, I don't see them trying to ramp up Chris Middleton more than they are right now to try to compensate for that. They're going to keep him between 20 and 25 minutes uh, because that that's what, I mean, the, everybody in the world knows that that's why they lost to the Celtics, you know, and couldn't overcome the Celtics last year um because they they didn't have middleton so middleton is the key here um but he looks he looks absolutely amazing in the minutes that he's getting and so they if you can get a milwaukee bucks team at 100% uh, the the sixers just don't have enough they they really yeah. don't i mean i i don't consistent. like i i don't like the chemistry on that team because when you look at them on paper when you've got Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris. That on paper should be just as good as the Celtics and or the Bucks. But I, I just think it's a chemistry thing, um, along with the fact that James Harden, he's not. Yeah, he looks better this year for sure than he did last year, but he still doesn't look quite like the superstar James Harden. So he I, he's just not quite the same to me. Uh, but no, I don't see the Sixers really challenging either one of those teams at a hundred percent. Certainly, certainly none of the other teams in the East would be able to challenge them. Do you, do you think, uh, that the Sixers are in a Brooklyn net situation for next year where if they don't essentially get to the finals, then Embiid will request a trade in turn, James Harden will want out as well. Do you think it's a Brooklyn I situation? I, I certainly situation? think. I certainly think they could blow it up. Now, Joel Embiid, he he doesn't seem like the type of guy that's just going to try to bully his way out. He seems like one of those guys that would just be loyal to his team, kind of like a Dame Lillard. Like he just seems like that, he seems like that guy to me. Like where they might try to blow the team up, I think Embiid would remain the constant, and then they would try to bring in some other pieces around Embiid by trading away some of the other guys. But uh, you remember me, though, when, before doc rivers was hired, like when they fired that coach, their coach, I can't remember his name now, but like Embiid, Embiid almost threw a fit. He was, he was almost put in the trade, you know, put, put me in as a trade. That's what it was going to be. 
Like, you, I, I feel like Embiid would throw a fit if, if success doesn't happen. And, but that, Especially that, if nothing happens in the offseason to make them better. That, that just goes to my point. And I think maybe that's why I feel the way I do is that uh, he was very loyal to that coach. And he was yes. pissed when they removed that coach. And he was so that I, I just feel he's kind of like a Dame Lillard to me. Like he he's not going to be the guy that wants to leave. But certainly, if if you could, if if Harden, if Harden can't get it done this year, I mean, Harden's just going to keep getting older and older. I mean, his you've already seen him regress over the past few years as a player, and um, he he's not going to get better. He's just going to regress after this year. And so I think. Yeah. Harden would be a piece that they might try to move. And uh, quite honestly, they they could move Tobias Harris as well. They're not going to move Tyrese Maxey no. uh, because I think um, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, that's kind of their core that they want to keep around for a while. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, essentially when Philly gets eliminated. Because I think it's just a matter of time in the playoffs for them uh, for that sake. So, but I mean, who knows? Who knows what will happen? You never know when a player decides enough is enough. There's not too many dames out there that like to stick around for, for a team. So <laughs> not at all. Anything else you got uh, thinking of, Jason, for NBA? No, I, I did want to know your thoughts on uh, the Golden State Warriors getting beaten up by LeBron James and company in the Lakers the other day. I feel like it's just another Golden State Warriors game happening. Like it's, it just seems like it's just disappointment all year long with this Golden State team on on it. So I'm not overly surprised or anything like that. I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. Um, but that's a good sign for the Lakers, though. Beating a team like Golden State, that's that's something you the Lakers need to do is to beat those teams so they can start climbing up. I mean that that's a that's a that's a big victory for Lakers. Not really a big deal for Golden State, I don't think, but more more so for the Lakers, just for a confidence issue. Uh, and I mean, you're building, you're essentially got a, you know, almost a new starting five with all these trades. So that's something that was needed as well to kind of see what's happening. So, I, I mean, I thought it was great for the Lakers. Not really concerned for the Golden State though. Yeah, I, it's totally amazing for the Lakers because it's if nothing else, it's a confidence builder. And we talked about it last week. I love the group. You know, I love that starting lineup. I like their new reserves that they brought in. I love D'Angelo Russell. So that that game, I think, was a huge confidence boost yep. for them, even though Golden State obviously didn't have Stephen Curry. Um, it's certainly a great win for the Lakers, and it'll be interesting to see. Um, I hope it's a wake-up call for Golden State in a way, too, because obviously all year long they've struggled on the road uh, and at home for the most part too. And it's, I think it's just, I hope it's a wake up call for the, all the, the other guys on that team. Um, you know, Wiggins, I know wasn't playing last night. I believe it was last night or Friday. Yeah. Friday night. And then, uh, but like Thompson, you know, clay, he stepped up last night, but he's got to step up more often. Like, I, I think it's time, time for him to actually unleash if he's able to health wise. Yeah, I think with uh, Steph Curry, they said that he's going to be reevaluated here in a, in a few days to see how that knee is coming along. But I tell you what, I don't know what's going on with Wiggins right now. He's out for personal issues. But if that if that turns any to anything significant, um, that's a wrap because Wiggins is the X factor on that team. We saw it in the finals last year, and if 
if they don't get Wiggins back soon, uh, they're going to have some issues. Yeah. So they, they got to get that guy back. Cause he's, he's just, he's kind of the glue on that team. I know Draymond is kind of the heart and soul of the team, but Wiggins is, he's a guy that does all the dirty work. He's always the guy that guards the other team's best player. And so that's, that's going to be big. Hopefully they can get, get him back sooner it's, rather than later. It's hard, it's hard for a team to be down one, you know, one of your superstars, one of your consistent guys. It's, it's really hard for a team to be down two, right? right. With, with, it's just, it's just tough all the way around. So, but that's, this is where guys like Clay Thompson, Looney, Draymond, all those guys got to step up now, you know, even your boy, Jordan Poole, right. It needs to be pool time. Every yeah. He, and he, you know, <laughs> Poole has been fairly consistent this year, um, especially when Steph is out of the lineup, but certainly Jordan Poole put up a dud uh, against the Lakers. I think he shot less than 30% from the field. So everybody's going to have a bad game every once in a while, but hey, guys, it's still early. So we, we yes. got a long way to go. Long time to go. Season, so uh, not a big deal. Not a big deal, it? but again, playoffs I, start. The play-in starts April 11th. Playoffs start the 15th of April. So we got a little ways well, away. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. So awesome! All right, guys, everybody, make sure you guys stick around for Let's Talk on Let's Talk Sports. Dan Harris, the the guy, the man, the founder, who does all the things behind scenes. He'll be making his debut return at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Excited to see him with Johnny Cruz on. Um, but other than that, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, you know, Sports Buffoons, Whiskey Sports Podcast on Let's Talk Sports. We appreciate your support. Tufel, always good hearing from you uh, on the comments side. So, everybody, have a wonderful Saturday. Enjoy the rest of college basketball today because there's still some good matchups this afternoon So or th- this evening. All right, guys. Jason, catch you later, dude. See you guys. We're out.